Hi. Hey. What's up? <laughs> Are we recording? We're recording. Yeah, I should have known by your tone. Yeah. <laughs> that is not how I sound. Um, well, welcome to Ask Me Who. We haven't been around in a while. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties with the last episode we recorded. And then I got a job. Justine got a new job. Yeah, so, like, I mean, literally two days ago, so that's not really much of an excuse, but... We're doing stretch as an excuse. Yeah, we're going to stretch as an excuse. We've been busy. We've been busy. I came back from holidays, I'm kind of still in holiday mode. Yep. We recorded an episode, as you said, and we did have technical difficulties, but we will go back to that episode again. Yeah, we'll go back to that subject, Um, but we're just not. We're not there right now. We're not there. Yeah. Um, What have you been up to? What have you been doing? Um... You know, just like lady things. No, <laughs> I have been watching Marcella on. Oh, you know what? I have been watching Queer Eye. Queer Eye. <laughs> Second season of Queer Eye. Um, fabulous. I love that we had to wait such a short period of time. And, and that's they must have all the episodes filmed, and then they just. Like, split them up into two seasons. Was that it? I thought that's... I mean, it kind of makes sense because there's a lot of, like, talk about summer and there hasn't been a summer since the last... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a teenager who's starting school in September and there hasn't been a September since the last episode, so... Must be. Yeah. Like, what they're doing with Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, with the separation. It starts again in January. So. Um, but, like, what happened was I started watching Queer the other day and on the first, if you haven't watched Queer Eye, watch Queer Eye. But the second season, in the first episode, they deal with the transformation, but it's actually a mother and her son. And it's probably like equal measures both, wouldn't it be like the mother and the son? I definitely think it's more heavily leaning towards the mother because the mother, it's, yeah. like, it's kind of like her wish fulfillment. Yeah. Community center gets yeah. sorted out and stuff like that. So she basically won. And they don't do anything to his room. He cleans his own room, which is which is somehow worthy of an applause. I love when adult men clean their own yeah. rooms. Yeah. Mm. Um, you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically that episode was all about this woman who won to build a community centre. Um, but it's like a, like a gospel kind of, it's like a church. It's for her church. It's for her it's, church. Yeah. It's the community centre for the local church. We should say that this episode's theme is Pride. Woo! <laughs> We're a bit overexcited. We're a bit late on the what it is, but it's Pride. Just yeah, so we can go back now. It is Pride. Mm-hmm. Is it Pride? It's Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, that works. <laughs> We're so organized. You don't even know. You like. don't even know. Um. So yeah, basically, she's trying to build a a church, and the Fab Five come in help her build her church. Most gives spoilers away, but her son is gay and he's really struggling with the like coming out and being like spiritual as well. And his obviously his mother is a preacher. She's a preacher, isn't she? A preacher. No, she's, she's not a preacher. She's just a she's like a member of the congregation because the preacher comes up later and then she does get up oh, and give a speech after oh, that. Okay. But I feel like that's more common in their style of church. Yeah. Everyone gets up yeah, like a testimonial kind of thing. Yeah, testimonial. Preach. Like in Kimmy Smith. Like in Smith. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so basically her son is really struggling. Yeah, basic I'm boy. Basic. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not. You're wonderful. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> I see what you got planned for Pride outfit. You're oh, not basic. I will talk about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to finish this or we'll never finish it. We'll never finish it. <laughs> um, so, this 
her son is gay and he's struggling with his, his spirituality because when he comes out, he feels like people kind of reject him. Isn't that it? They're not. Yeah, like, well, his mother did reject him when he was younger. At the start, yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, she's so attached to the church as well and she's spiritual that it becomes really problematic for him and he doesn't feel like he has a safe space there anymore. So he leaves the nest, he goes to somewhere. Atlanta. Atlanta, a big city mm-hmm. where he finds all his LGBT. UIA people mm-hmm. and obviously rebuild his life as an openly proud gay man and yeah decides to come back then he's moving back isn't he, he moves yeah back, he moves he? back to his mother because his mother and her sister and her her mother had all had cancer at the same time and her mother passed away so he comes back home yeah. to be near to the family and like his mother had gotten over what was her initial like reaction to his being gay so <clears throat> Everything's kind of working out at home, but there's still kind of mm. kinks and underlying frustrations. So but the biggest thing we took away from that was, is that he was really struggling to kind of come back into the whole spiritual aspect of it, because he didn't feel like he was accepted in church. Now, that at the end of the episode, actually, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> I mean, just it, do it. Do just it. do it. They have, a, they have a ceremony and everything, and she openly talks about what she does with her son. She's preaching to the choir, essentially, being like, I love my son, he's gay. At the congregation and everyone's like cheering. Um, now some people felt like that he didn't really on camera. They didn't really speak to the Fab Five, the other people there. No, I don't know if you felt that. I didn't really feel. I that. didn't pick it up, and that's not the point of it, really. Yeah, it wasn't. Do you know point. what I mean? Well, anyway, so yeah, so basically, he feels really welcome, and he's, he he loves singing in the church choir as well. So he, he's kind of accepted back into that as well, and it's all fab and good. But I think. Why we want to talk about this week with pride and um, oh. is spirituality and being gay and being a woman like what's like now in twenty eighteen Ireland like are we spiritual do we want to be spiritual <laughs> is spirituality <laughs> a thing uh, for people we never have like, it's we like never spiritual. have this conversation um, um, well I'll just get mine out of the way because it's short and sweet yeah. I don't think I'm very spiritual like when I was fifteen. I thought I was going to be a witch and I got real into Wicca for a while, but that uh, passed by because. (laughs) (laughs) No, that passed by because spells work as well as prayers for me, as in, you know, not at all. So, (laughs) you know, I wouldn't say I'm spiritual. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in heaven, but sometimes I like to think there is one in it for, like, you know, selfish reasons for people who aren't with us anymore and stuff. Yeah. No, I get that. I am not spiritual. Like, I. This is the thing, okay, so this is the differentiation between the two. I think you can be a spiritual person, but you don't need to have an association with a religion. So I don't really believe in religion. I don't like believe in the institu- institution of religion. Like, that's all religions. I don't really see it as, a, as an important aspect to life. I think it should be a personal thing. A personal belief shouldn't have any... Shouldn't have any hold in the state any or anything like that, that, especially if you call yourself a republic. Yeah, yeah. Like it should, there should be no association with religion. And obviously, the the legislators and everything are moving towards trying to remove like blasphemy and all those things from the constitution. So mm-hmm. religion becomes less of a hold over us people here. And then, yeah, and we repealed the eighth, bitches. Repealed the eighth. That was something else that happened. That was something <laughs> that happened. That. that kept us a bit busy. <laughs> that kept us very busy. And um, we had a scary moment. Well, right, you me. had. Well, I had. Well, you kind of did, but then it turned into my hell. <laughs> <laughs> we were um, leafleting in a place nearby. Mm-hmm. But most people were lovely. Most people Actually, were lovely. everybody barring one person was lovely. Yeah. Was this my person? Your person. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so I went to I went to Dublin House and I put in the leaflet and I put in the letterbox and obviously like we were nervous so we were like running away really quickly from the door but then I, I heard the door open behind me but I was like I'm just gonna keep running because I didn't want to deal with any confrontation mm. and that's when I heard this like thing rustling at my feet and I turned around it was like a pit bull like the worst dog you could <laughs> like that's the one dog you don't want to chase you no no um, so don't I'm be like, setting pit bulls on people like, I know and they already have such a bad reputation. I, I I got out of the gate, closed the gate, and the dog was just kind of looking at me. So I looked up at her, and she had the yes flyer had I put in her letterbox, and she just looked dead in, looked at me dead in the eye, and just ripped it up and shrugged. Mm-hmm. So okay. she was yeah, she was hard for the rest yeah. of your life. And I don't even think she was a novo, or I think she just didn't like junk mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, I see that. But yeah, sorry. So yeah, we it was great. We tried our best and we we won. We, we, won. we got there then. Yeah. Um, it was fun. And we were hoping to do a repeal episode, but it just didn't work out. And then we were we were on the ground trying to do our bit. Yeah. Um so yeah. Um but yeah, going back to the whole spirituality thing, mm-hmm. I felt that there wasn't a place for me to be accepted in the Catholic Church, like even growing up, like I was I always knew that I wasn't like what they preached of like, you know, marriage is like a sacred thing and all of these like very much like normative like heterosexual things and I wasn't a part of that and like I always knew I can't remember the first time where it was like you're gay the church doesn't like you I think it was like on the news and from hearing other people talk about it I realized actually the church doesn't accept me mm-hmm. as a no priest ever said get out yeah yeah homo yeah which was good but it never no they never said it but, but it's there it was implied yeah it's implied <laughs> it's implied um yeah, and then I think, but I kind of realised that I couldn't have any relationship with the Institute of Religion anyway, was during the marriage quality referendum, and then, like, so many priests are coming out and being, like, vote no, or just, like, you know, just taking their stance on it, but I was like, it's not your place, and then being like, we're not going to sanction any marriage, or bless a marriage, is that what it is, bless a marriage? And I just thought, you know, it was so disrespectful for people who yeah. really believe in Who really believe, yeah. Um hurtful and their own religion and to not be able to be blessed in that way like I just think that's awful and it's a real head fuck for a lot of people as well so in that case I believe that when you're a spiritual person so you can be spiritual I think kindness is spiritual I think there's so many elements of being spiritual I think we're all connected right through consciousness I don't think there's a thing of God or any sort of like text I think it's just everything around us every energy that's what spirituality is and whether or not we choose to be connected to that is what is what makes it spiritual. I think, like, even... What do you think of auras? Yeah. And... <laughs> I'm all about that witchcraft. Oh, um, yeah. No, but, like, I think, you know, I don't... I, I get what religion does in terms of, like, brings people together, it, like, communities. Like, the Catholic Church used to help loads of people. It's still... Yeah. Generous, you know, in some, like, Give financially... Give with one hand and take with take the other. Yeah. yeah. I get all that. But, like, the whole premise of it's supposed to be helped, not like all religion help one another to be a sense of community all the rest love that but I think we can do that without having a religious barrier yeah I don't think people know? um need I don't think they needed it back then either but I think people need a, nor- a moral compass as much as churches believe they do like first of all just don't kill anybody like yeah. you know that's your first commandment that's your first you know common sense like <laughs> you know it is, it's so true though, isn't it? Like when people say, when you grow up especially, it's like your mom tells you not to do things. Like that's instinct. That's not somebody telling you in a, in a, in a nice fancy house to be like, 
<laughs> in the shape of a cross. <laughs> yeah, it's like we know you're like you, you know like not to kill someone or rob something. You know. Yeah, don't cheat on your partner. Don't be jealous because you're only gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, I mean, they're all a little bit of mindfulness, lads. Goes a long way. Yeah. Spirituality. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm Take not, away the textbooks. I'm not then, on the same page with spirituality. I think people use it as a. Sorry, when I say spiritual, I mean consciousness. So it's like what we all are around us, as if we're all conscious, you know? Conscientiousness. Yeah. Okay. You, you know, we're all conscious, we're all here, we're all breathing, like we can help each other, like that's, that's spiritual in that way, but I don't think there's a, like... Yeah, let's just I mean? come up with some better excuses and stop having communions and confirmations <laughs> and just have a party when your kid is eight, you know? Yeah. Eight and twelve. Um, you know, that is the thing, though, is that, like, we want to have communes because there's money involved. And, like, yeah. Just be like, look, I raised this kid until they were eight years old. Somebody owes me money in a card. Yeah. <laughs> Although, don't steal your children's communion money. Do you remember when you were, like, to be brought around to the streets, like, with, like walked around to different houses and stuff like To that? different houses on the street? Yeah. No, apparently. I, I know I'm, I'm from Killock, but, like, <laughs> they didn't send me begging. I remember that was like I think I went to like a few of my neighbours that my mum knew well, but like mm. I just remember it's like some people went to everyone's house in their dress or like in their outfit. And like, oh, no, we we got in a car and we drove to family members' houses and begged that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't go. I didn't go anywhere on my street. That would have been very strange for me. Like, it's like it's like Halloween. He's <laughs> like, just give me money. Yeah. It's my celebration. Look at how pretty I am. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see me twirl? <laughs> Oh, um, that's married children to God. So what would be your religion then if you had like religion now? And I know it's like I people are probably find that really disrespectful to say like what if your religion is like going out on the weekend? But is your religion going out on the weekend? No, I think my religion is Netflix. Netflix. Okay. <laughs> is that why you wear red and black or Yeah, um I have nightly ceremonies where I pray for several hours at a time, sometimes longer than I should, miss out on sleep, sacrifice my sleep for my God. I, um, don't, no, Garth, yeah. this is stretched as far as it's going to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. What about RuPaul? Do you believe in the religion of RuPaul? I mean, you're a, you're a strange person if you don't. Um, yeah, I mean, anyway, look. He so. preaches charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. And I am on board with that. But see, even the church of RuPaul is problematic because... Is that a real phrase? I'm just saying. Like, I'm just trying to see the church of RuPaul. Okay. I thought it was something like... It actually long probably long. is. Yeah. Like, you probably get a t-shirt like that. Yeah. I'm actually going to make that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> um, and I think, like, I think even that isn't the most... Like, this is the thing, right? So this is what I want to get to. So it's Pride Month. It's LGBTQIA Month. Mm-hmm. We're all here to celebrate diversity, equality, everything else. But like RuPaul, and people aren't going to like me for saying this, RuPaul's drag race isn't always the most accepting show of people. No. Um, especially when it comes to like trans identity and non-binary uh, people. There's never been a winner. RuPaul has actually come out and said that he wouldn't like someone who has transitioned to be on the show, which is really um, problematic. And he's come out and apologised since then and said, you know, he's, he's grown and learning. And, like, I love RuPaul. I think he's fantastic. He is, what, like, 60, 60 years old? So is he 60? Yeah, he is. So, I thought he was, I, like, 50. I know, I know. He looks great. 
Um, but like there is like there is an age thing there as well, and I think he's trying to learn too. He comes from like a generation where it was like, yeah, I've thought a lot about this, yeah. and I kind of like I don't initially when I thought about it, I didn't think that it would be. I think maybe a spin-off. I thought maybe a spin-off show would be a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Where you could have like drag kings because that's an issue as well, yeah. or you could have and you could have them like trans, but then then it becomes like a competition about how well you can transition. And that's sort of weird. Mm. And then also it takes away from the fact that the whole the whole history of the LGBTQIA community is rooted in the kind of togetherness. It wasn't just gay men at Stonewall. It was yeah. drag queens and gay men yeah. and, and like trans and women. trans women and everybody else. Matt P. Jones. Just saying. Just saying. Watch that Netflix doc. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so it like I think it would be it would be a weird and it would be a sad thing to kind of separate them in that comp and like to have like separate competitions. Do you know what I mean? Mm, no, I totally agree with you. It, to have something as like a as a not a prequel but as a side thing. Spin off. It's a spin off. It becomes. It's separate. Yeah. It's, it's not less equal. Than and me. it's not as together as mm. as the LGBTQIA yeah. has to be or has has been. Like it's Well see this is going back to RuPaul, right? Because I think the problem here is that people have the perception that LGBTQIA and for people who don't know, QIA is queer, intersex asexual. I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but what it is is people think that when you grow up gay you're automatically indoctrinated into this um this like culture this you understand everything about LGBT identity you don't you're not taught it in school you have to go out yourself and learn it and become involved in the community mm -hmm. and the culture and see like what is going on and who different types of people are and people don't realise that like there's so many people like RuPaul was actually like transphobic in that case he was yeah. um, and people are like like in the LGBT community like I could have been probably bought you could probably say I was biophobic before yeah. Because I probably didn't really want to think that people could like fancy Yeah, I get that but, because do you know you know, that was an ongoing joke for a number of years yeah. about people being greedy, but like yeah. I mean I've since come to learn that sexuality is, is very, can be very fluid. Very fluid. And like that's the problem I think is that people have the perception that in the LGBTQIA identity, in that group, that people should understand each other, but they actually don't because they've never been taught. Like even yeah. Pride is a great event. Well, it's it's more of a drink concession. It's more of a you know it, we celebrate equality, but we're not actually celebrating what's the history going on of and the differences yeah. that are actually happening. And like trans identity is completely different to a lot of that spectrum. Like trans is, is about you know your gender and who you think are on the outside. Do you know? Yeah. And like that's people automatically bracket that with sexuality, and like it's not the same. It's not the same. Do you know? You can be a trans woman and a lesbian. Yeah. So I just. I just think there's like huge space to grow here, like with like LGBT, right? So we have lesbian, gay, bisexual, bisexual, trans, queer, intersex, asexual. So there's that's five, six, no, LG, like it's a massive list anyway. Like to put all those people in yeah. one box is a lot. Um, and I, I, apparently the schools at the moment, there's a new legislation being brought in where they're going to update sexual health class thing, teach people about consent, which is a fucking massive thing, mm -hmm. teach people about LGBTQIA issues, teach people about so many things, so they don't, they, they don't have to teach in school at the moment, no. unless the teacher takes it on themselves to actually invest in that time to come into school. Yeah, we heard about somebody who got a very well-known Catholic agency to teach 
Um, I'm back with my owner. <laughs> <laughs> may have sued Panty Bliss. Um, yeah, they 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 came in and just taught the girls in their mixed school. Um, sex ed, and the boys didn't have that. The boys just had like regular sex ed. You know, I mean, that's real fucked up to have just the girls educated in a religious manner. And they're probably reproductive things rather than actual enjoyment. And yeah, eventual. but it's probably not even reproductive things. It's <laughs> yeah. probably, don't fucking do it. Just don't do it. And there was another guy I know, he went to an all-boys Christian school and they asked, they had the same kind of age as me, Catholic age. <laughs> and she said, uh, don't have anal sex. Um, girls don't like anal sex, so don't even try have anal sex with girls. I mean, they're out there. Yeah, they might be a bit like unicorns, but they are out yeah, there. They, yeah, yeah. Oh, so. you know, for some people it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's as blunt as I can put it. That's as blunt honest. as I think we should. Um, <laughs> in a consensual way. In a consensual. <laughs> just, don't a, just go a consensual hole is a consensual yeah. hole. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Tan in Queer Eye. Yeah, in an episode, I don't know how far you've made it in, but they uh, they talk to a trans person in it. And Tan himself, like they're all gay. The Fab Five yeah. are all gay. He says he's never met a trans person before. So I mean, just what, just in line with your, what you're saying about not everybody in the community yeah. is as educated as no. they could be, or maybe as understanding as they could be. But the point is, you're supposed to be willing to learn, and that goes for straight people too. Because I'm one of you guys. Yeah. Don't be fucking letting the side down. Yeah, and I think it, it does. Like I have a friend, and like God bless her, she's so sweet. She went and. God bless her. I'm not religious. God bless her. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to go pray. Yeah. I light a candle. Um, um, fucking Irish colloquialism, whatever you want to call Jesus it. Jesus, love. <laughs> um, but yeah, she went and she was like, check, recognize her straight privilege. Because mm. we're all privileged in some way. And she's like, do you know what? I don't have to learn about this because the world caters to me. But I'm going to learn about it because I need to know what's going on. Just have a bit of empathy. Have a bit of empathy. Read a fucking article. Yeah. Read a good article. Don't just read. Don't just read any article. <laughs> yeah. Don't go on to like Milo Yiannopoulos' page. <laughs> yeah, Milo Yiannopoulos. So there are some figures in... That you just don't want to know. Don't, and we're not going to talk about them. Don't, yeah. They're horrible. Don't give them any press. I'm not giving them press. But don't even Google press. them, guys. Um, and they're, they're horrendous people who basically profit off the... Marginalization of Yeah, other people. Anyway... They are themselves gay, so there's some serious internalised homophobia. That's another fucking story. Mm-hmm. Um, what was my point? Um, oh, sorry, yeah, check, check your privilege. Check your, your privilege. privilege. And just be a fucking nice person. Don't be yeah. a dickhead. Show a bit of empathy. Take a bit of time. Don't assume you know anybody else's life. And a lot of people say to me, I'm really um, afraid to. And I think actually, maybe as a like little bonus part to this episode, maybe we, I should do or we should talk about just like, um, you know, identities. Maybe, maybe that's something you could tell us. You want to know more about identities? Yeah, about, definitely. Hundred percent. Reach out if there's anything yeah. you want to um know. Yeah, let us I know. Mean, we could talk about it because I mean, I have a master's. In this, so I should be able to. <laughs> yes, you better break that gender studies out somewhere. Um, yeah, but you, so, do you want to? Do you want to explain what like queer identity intersects and yeah. asexuality is? So LGBT is the most discussed. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Transgender, really quickly, not everyone who's trans um, transitions, so they don't go under uh, sexual reassignment surgery, which means that they keep the genitalia that they were biologically born with, but they're, so that, that still, they're still trans because they identify themselves as 
male or female. Now, it's complicated, I know, for some people who aren't aware of this, who've never thought about it. So, for example, if I decided to transition to become a woman, I would, I would consider I would be a trans woman. Um, and in that case, I can choose, I can choose then whether or not I want to keep my penis, basically, or to have sexual reassignment surgery. Some people choose not to because it's complicated and um, it can be dangerous. It can be dangerous, and also you have to go through all of these different loops to be to, to fully transition. So you have to have like you have to meet three different psychologists to, to identify that you're actually like. A, Is that here in Ireland? That's in Ireland still. So they're trying to get rid of that at the moment, and then you have to go through medication. You have to change more. You have to go on hormones. So there's all of that, and then that was when you consider yourself a trans woman. So it just seems that she considers herself a trans man or two. But there are people who consider themselves non-binary. That means that they, they might have um, specific biological parts. So they might have penis, vagina, boobs, whatever. Um, uh, but they might need to, they can, they can themselves, themselves basically gender neutral. So they're like, I'm, and you can call that queer as well. This is when it gets complicated. Some people consider that queer because they identify as they, so they're gender non-binary. Um, and also they don't really identify on the sexual spectrum. So trans isn't sexual either. It's very it's trans identity is is very much um about gender. Okay, did I explain that? I think it came across pretty well. And I just want to add, um, I've known a couple of queer people in my life, and I think most of them are pretty understanding when it comes to the difficulty we all experience when trying not to use gendered pronouns. Right. So you know, like just as long as you're respectful mm. and you don't, you're not like you're not being like he said this or she said that in a kind of like dickish way right they'll be understanding it's a really difficult habit to break mm. if it's the habit of a lifetime especially um, their family or something so really yeah and i would i would add that like that's not a reason to not like somebody if they don't like being called he or she yeah that's yeah not, yeah like that's, that's so annoying because they're they just... not gonna not like you because you you yeah. have a hard habit to break yeah you know um and i just want to say because i probably confused a bit with the queer and trans so Queer people like to identify as they, so everything would be like they would like this um, happens to them. So, but like trans person has their own way of like identifying. So it's just asking questions. So they want to be called she. Uh, someone who's a transition might still be okay with being called him, even though he's transitioning to her. Mm-hmm. So you you know you just have to have the conversation. You just have to ask. If you yeah. don't know, just ask. Yeah. They'll appreciate it more than it'll make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah, that's Get true. over your own fears about it. Yeah, because they're living it every day. Every day. Um. And then intersex is very much, um, it used to be called, I hate saying it, like hermaphrodite. So someone who is born with two genitalia um, and who... This is new to me. This is new. Um, but, so yeah, so they might actually... So it, it They might not choose. It's difficult because it's like a, a medical thing as well. I'm not a doctor, but it's like, you know, some doctors will recommend like, oh, you know, choose one to the parent and then... Mm-hmm. They assume that, and then that's obviously really complicated. So a lot of parents choose not to, and just leave it until you know time develops and the child knows and all of the you know yeah. who they identify as, and then they might leave it as you know the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is intersex, mm-hmm. and then asexual is someone who is um, just can have a relationship with someone, can be you know like cuddles, everything else, be very like into being. Um, like a, can love someone, can do all of those things, but they just don't actually like penetrative or sex in general. They don't, yeah. they don't feel that. They don't feel the need. They don't have yeah, the desire. They don't, they don't have the desire. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I so, mean, my life would be a lot easier without the so desire. much easier. So, like, <laughs> so more power to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the thing that bothers me as well a lot when it comes to the pride and stuff like that is that we do tend to rep to um, focus more on gay men. Yeah. <laughs> um, which has become like LGBT has basically been dominated with gay men and like okay. the rest of the world. The rest Only of the world. Yeah. Like we're we're great. <laughs> but like you know, sometimes we have to be like we need to help our sisters out. We need to be like, you know, where, where's the where's the lesbian where's actually um and also sometimes lesbians don't actually like being called lesbians. They prefer to be called, called gay. gay women or gay. Yeah. I, I'm not a lesbian so I can't talk about that in detail. Um Sorry, what was the point? Yes. So what I wanted to say was, so in 1993, homosexuality was decriminalised. Yes. After somebody was bet to death in Fairview Park. In Fairview Park. And Senator Norris, David Norris, a wonderful man, decided that, you know, he was campaigning since the late 70s to have this overthrown. It was already decriminalised in Northern Ireland in 1982. We were at 11 years Guys, behind. we were behind <laughs> Northern, Northern Ireland. Ireland. No offence, Northern Ireland. And now we're the, like, the most liberal country in the world, or at least one of them. Like, we feel like we are sometimes. Yeah. Just um, uh, don't go into the dark corners. Don't go into the dark corners. So it's, it's baffling, isn't it, how quickly we've moved. Mm-hmm. Um, also, don't watch any enough. Irish movies or any history <laughs> of Irish documentaries. There's or actually like no LGBT people at all in any of those things. You'll never find them really, and if they are, it's like a... A, a, a demon or a banshee or someone terrible. I was more along the lines of like Sappho or Raggy Boy and Oh Magdalene yeah. Sisters. Yeah, that's the end. Yeah. Of gay people in the priesthood. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's such a big area, but I'm gonna yeah. go back to what I was originally saying. So in nineteen ninety three, homosexuality was decriminalized. David Norris was at the forefront of that great man. And then funny enough, Mary Robinson was always a gay rights activist there, one of our presidents from like the early nineties. And she was on the original case for the for Senator Norris in the eighties, where she was basically, you know, like you know, before she was a barrister and she was like trying to get this overthrown, that law that we had that was like that was criminalizing. Yeah, prejudicial as fuck. Yeah. And she was the person, she was the president to sign that to sign that in. That must have been a beautiful moment. Yeah, it must have been a beautiful moment mm-hmm. when sorry, to sign in the the, the new law. Yeah. Um, yeah. To decriminalise it. To decriminalise it. To sign out the law. To sign out that law. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, just fab, isn't it? Like, that that actually... Yeah. That, that would have been moment. a real, like, beautiful... Yeah. Like, some, seeing something come to fruition that you've been a part of for yeah. a long time. It's, it's pretty amazing. And it's yeah. something that we... I don't think we celebrate them, those people enough for what mm. they've done. Um, and I think, as, I, as we were saying, have the conversation. But also remember, conversion therapy still happens in Ireland. In Ireland? Conversion therapy is conversion therapy is trying to basically it's like pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. Um you're basically counseling someone on how not to be gay. Um and that can be done through it's almost like torturous methods. So you could like hook someone up to a machine and they might have to watch like certain images and then like shock them. Basically yeah, yeah, you're you're it's trauma. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. It's trauma. You're traumatizing people. Um, and it's it, now that you're discovered to be doing that, you're like a ten thousand euro fine. But still, it's not. It still, it still happens. But they're bringing in the bail now to be like this cannot happen. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Ah. Yeah. Maybe we will be the most liberal country. I hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And fucking, like 
Look at all the women as well, the lesbian women, the gay women who never had a voice through all of this. Yeah. Were forced to have marriages. Do you know and carry children? Like yeah. it's awful. It happened to gay men as well, but not carry yeah. the children. They, I mean those women could have wanted voice, children. Though. They never they had never a voice. voice they never had like they're never spoken about. And fair play today when Leo Bradford actually I know he's not very all the time, but no, he did not. say in the speech today because they they pardoned. They pardoned all of the people who were criminalised during the Oh really? The act, the whatever it was called, yeah. So they pardoned him today. They had a thing in the and this has been twenty five years since that. So since the the law was decriminalised, I need to watch more news. Um, but yeah, they did that today, and he mentioned gay women. He was like, you know, and they had an awful time. Like, and you know, they never mentioned. So I think it's very important to remember that as well. And yeah, I talked a lot. <laughs> That's okay. This is your area of expertise, not mine. So it makes sense that you do the talking. You you know though. You're I know. you never sat on that privilege. And I think that's important. So if you have a gay friend, you know someone on the spectrum, which means LGBT, you know, that's another word spectrum. The what's the term for it? It's like the Kinsey. Kinsey spectrum. The Kinsey scale. The Kinsey scale, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's basically a scale of one to ten and how gay you are. Oh right. And okay. we all sit on it somewhere. Yeah. Do you think that though? Do you think like people are all like actually much more sexually fluid than they think they are oh yeah 100% it just expresses itself in different yeah. ways and like it's not, it doesn't always express itself in sexual desire or we might um, it might be like a case of feeling sexual desire but identifying it as something else like a kind of jealousy I think it happens a lot with women where it manifests as like jealousy and it'd be like oh my god I, she's she's so beautiful I, like I hate her and all that sort of stuff mm. yeah mm. No? Sorry, I just kind of blanked out there for a second. <laughs> so you were given over having to talk too much, and then when I talked, you this And this, um, we're now married 40 years. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think it's hard, though, because I think when you actually sit back and think about, okay, right, what am I attracted to? You kind of freak yourself out. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. Um, And I we didn't even talk about all the fucking... The, the subcultures of being gay and everything oh, else. No. Like, there's so, there's many. so many. We did still another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Where we break down terminology. Yeah. Just and so even fag hag, even though it's a... Yeah, that's not my favourite It's term. our favourite term, but yeah. we need to talk about these things. Um, mm. I feel like a hag. I don't and feel then like a hag. Also, it gives you ownership of me, and I don't like it. It's the same. Yeah. You know? It's not cool. Nobody knows that. We don't need each other to exist, no, but we do want to meet in a different way. That Our is. public and private lives are different. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so yeah, check yeah. your privilege. What's the takeaway from this? The takeaway is it's great to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing for Pride? I have no idea, but oddly enough, I was in Duns and they had this amazing thing. Now, it's about two or three months ago, so I doubt they still have it. And it was a rainbow sequined, like, crop top and pencil skirt. And they were fabulous. But I didn't have any money because I was on the door. <laughs> so, you know, I identified my jealousy for those clothing as sexual feelings. And I'm gay for rainbow clothes. It feels really reductive now me asking what your outfit is. It's like when, you know, they're celebrating. Yeah, on the, the red carpet. they're like, what are you wearing? Hashtag me too, bitch. You know, the gays aren't great all the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm wearing this, like, fringe. Is it fringe? It's a fringe. It? Yeah, it's a hella yeah, fringe. It's I, a long I fringe. I can't wait. I love it. it. And just be, like, fucking... It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be, like, Beyonce. I'm going to borrow it and spin around a lot. 
you, it's going to be boomerangs for days. Of my top. No, I know. I'm going to say a top or is it a jacket? Top. Oh. I can't, I can't take the top off. Bastard. Unless, no, I'm pretty sure it was top. It's 25 euro. Okay. So I presume that's not a bit of fringe. 25 euro. Probably fucking is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you probably just bought some fringe. I mean, we'll, we'll sort it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out. We'll put the house folks coming on the Instagram as well. Boomerangs for days. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep talking about these issues with your friends and your family. Yeah. And educate people who might not realize. Educate people. Don't preach to people. Don't preach. Ask questions if you don't know the answer, but don't be rude. You know what I mean? Don't be inappropriate. Yeah. Like if you don't know, so if you don't like, if you have a question about gay sex, don't walk up to the first gay man that you meet and be like, <laughs> "Hey, so like, how do you take it?" <laughs> you know, that's that's weird. It's weird if you walked up to anybody and said that, it'd be weird. Do you know, a lot of people have questions. Yeah. And they need answers. Yeah. So Google it. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Put your tab into incognito mode and just fucking Google it like a normal person. Yeah, don't leave the history and then be like 16 all over again, the shame in your mouth. I mean, like, I'm only saying that for people who will be ashamed. Most people I don't think would. Yeah. yeah. Well, unless you're 16, you don't want people to know. Yeah. Google yeah, it. but I mean, like, adults, you have questions. Adults, I'm not going to be ashamed of that. I don't no. Uh, um, but yeah, no, if you do have questions, I think it might be really nice. You know, you can message us on Instagram. We might even do like a post. Um, I was thinking we'd set up a Tumblr or something and you can like message us there. And we could even do like a, like a quick Q&A question, video. Any questions that you have about this. Yeah. And then that way you can be more informed and we get to talk about it more. Because we like talking about these things. Yes, we do. Um, okay. Um, so we have no idea what our next episode will be on, but it'll be great because they always are. <laughs> and yeah, you can tell I got a job because my ego has inflated. Nice though. There's, there's less room for my face in front of the mic, but you know. Hi guys. <laughs> it's just me now. No more Gart. You can't see, but I'm pushing oh. him away. Um, please follow us on the iTunes. <laughs> Buy our yeah. single on iTunes. No, but I mean we are on We're iTunes. On iTunes. We are on iTunes. <laughs> Uh, like, like and subscribe like and to the subscribe. iTunes because then you get notified when the new episodes go up. We're also on Podcast Addict um, and also Instagram, obviously. We haven't set up a Facebook yet. Or Twitter. I will do that. Yeah. You're on Twitter and Tumblr because they're your areas of expertise. Okay. One last thing. Follow Irish Radical Queers on Twitter as the last little thing. They're fantastic. Um, they're a group that have come together and they basically are like promoting different... like. Um, problems that are how to combat different problems in the community and they're very open to lots of different people I'm sure they'd be very accepting of people who have allies coming together and help them and um, trying to get people to come and help them and stuff so they're fab so follow them and that'll be like a big learning curve to you as well yeah that's actually yeah. probably one of the quickest ways to learn is getting out there on social media following people become a part of a group yeah yeah all right well thank you and this has been ask, ask me who, who. We did it in time together. That's obvious. We did so well. High five. Bye. Bye. No, I hate saying that.